are listening to the Barbara May Show, the place where we discuss all that really matters. We will cover all you need to know about lifestyle, health, spirituality, and plus so much more. Are you ready? Let's dive in. You are listening to episode 16 with Tamara Butro. Tamara is my favorite go-to astrologer. This is her second time on my podcast and I am so, so excited to have her back. In this episode, we will talk about new moon rituals. So if you have ever wondered what is new moon and what rituals are the best, you must listen to this episode. But before we dive in, I would like to share with you this amazing app I came across recently. It's called full moon calendar app and it's super easy to use so if you are starting to work with moon and you would like to understand more on how moon is affecting your moods please make sure you download this app it is so helpful let's dive in um, hello Tamara welcome back on my podcast again I'm so excited to have you and um, what are you grateful for all right well thank you for having me back I feel honored and I I'm super excited about our topic, so yay. Um, I would say at the moment, I am most grateful for my present moment. <laughs> this is something I am trying to like ground into every day, is this love and appreciation and gratitude for where I'm at right now. Even so, if it's not where maybe I want to be or whatever, like it's just good to ground into the present moment because that's all we have. So where are you right now then? <laughs> <laughs> you have to give the full story, not just a little bit. Where am I right now? I am in a nice little holding period, I think, from the universe. It's a gift for me to figure out where I want to go and do some shadow work and just prepare myself for a big launch. Lovely. I think this is really good to talk about this because there are so many people who are in a holding period mm -hmm. and it's very good to honor it. So thank you so much for sharing that. Of course. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about a new moon and we're going to be talking about the rituals. So I would like you to explain what the new moon is. There is, um, There are so many people who do wrong rituals on wrong moon. So, so many people think that full moon is the moon when we need to do the manifesting rituals, but that's not the truth. <laughs> well, I mean, there is no really wrong way to do anything as long as you have the right intention, but working with the energies is always best, which is why I'm into astrology. That's why I use astrology as my work because it's understanding what those energies are so that we can work with them. It's not that if you manifest on a full moon that it can't come to be. You can totally manifest on a full moon if you wanted to. Um, but any part of manifesting should start with releasing as well. And so that's actually a very important step even on the new moon. So what the new moon is and why that's different from the full moon is it's when the sun and the moon are actually lined up. So we don't see the moon. It's actually like blocked by the sun or the sun is putting its light on the backside of the moon. So we don't really see it. We don't see the moon lit up. And the reason why this is a moon for manifesting is for a few reasons, multiple reasons, actually. You can argue it all you want. Um, the first is that because the sun and the moon are aligned together, 
this means that our, our conscious will and our subconscious desires are also lined up because in astrology, the sun represents our will and purpose and our outward expression. And the moon represents our subconscious and our more internal um, magic. And so we need both to manifest. And so when they're on the same page, this makes it obviously a lot easier for us to create and set something in motion to come into the physical form. Another reason why it's good for manifesting is because it's the first cycle, the first moon phase of an eight phase cycle. So obviously with the first one is when you want to create or set intentions for the cycle itself. So it's also the period where since it's dark, we think about um, the soil. This is when the land is the most fertile and this is where growth always begins. When we plant seeds, they're planted in the dark. And this is how it works. It cannot, a seed cannot sprout if it's just sitting out in the sun, it won't work. So it needs to be planted during the dark phase. So this is just easy ways to remember what the new moon is for and why we use this energy for manifesting. It's just the most potent because we're working with the energy. But in terms of releasing, it is very important. So actually right before the new moon becomes new, um, we have a dark moon. And so this is actually the best time to like release any toxins, release what might be holding us back from our intentions. So if you know what you want to set your intentions for, for that new cycle, whatever kind of comes up, whatever kind of limiting belief pops up and says, well, you can't do that. That's something you want to pay attention to and make sure you allow it to go before you set your intentions. Sort of like in our last podcast episode, when I was talking about Pisces, how we need to clear the soil to begin the new cycle of the whole year. It's the same thing for each moon. We want to clear out that outdated energy or those old beliefs that might hinder our, our growth. I mean, it, think of it like pulling out the weeds before you plant the seeds. And the rhymes. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah. the dark moon is the one day before new moon. Yeah, it's just before. Yeah. So how can we release this? How can we release all those unwanting things and prepare the soil for things we want to manifest? So with any like releasing ritual, and you can do this during the new moon, if you just take a little bit of time right before you set your intentions, just start with releasing and clearing first. So you always want to clear any old energy or anything you don't want to bring with you before you set any intentions. So the best way to do this would be to, I would say, actually think about what you want to get rid of, right? Because putting a clear purpose to it, a clear intention is great. I would um, write it down. You can burn it. You can burn it with a candle. You, you can use black to expel things away from you. Um, cleansing with um, sage or any sort of other herb that cleanses, you would want to move it in a counterclockwise direction to also get rid of those things. So again, this is all about the intention, right? Like knowing that you're pushing it away and getting rid of it is part of that process that makes the energy there, right? Otherwise you're just doing nothing. But if you have the intention of getting rid of it and letting it go, this is why taking the action just adds more to it because this is all just working with energy and all of the work is what's going on within your body, which is why it's not, it's not necessarily what's happening 
with the candle or with the paper, but doing it allows you to visually see it and know that it's like being done and it's doing what you want it to do. But really all of this effort and this change, this magic is within yourself. I so, love what you, sorry, I love what you just ahead. said because, because that's why you just described why rituals work. Mm-hmm. They work because you are applying a certain action which allows you to visualize it and allows you to move the energy away. So the ritual itself can be only magical if your input is full towards it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, perfect, perfect explanation. <laughs> and it also gives you some freedom too, because there's no like really right or wrong way to do it. It's really, however, if you feel that you are getting rid of it, it doesn't matter if you visualize yourself putting it into a crystal or you visualize it burning in a flame or you just meditate and see it disappearing, or you do cord cutting, it doesn't matter the method, as long as you truly feel like you've let it go. Yeah. And so you can actually try different things and you can figure out what works for you because that's the whole point of doing any sort of ritual is it's personal and it's something, it's the thing that works for you the best is going to work for you the best. Um, you know, um, obviously manifestation is a huge topic at the moment. Everybody's obsessed with manifestation because we, I think we have reached the point that we know manifesting does work. So everybody kind of wants to crack that code and figure it out how to manifest things. And, um, so many people manifest things on top of, sorry, so many people manifest things on top of one or the other and, the clearing doesn't normally happen, doesn't it? Because nobody's talking about the clearing up the things. And that's why the things, what we manifest doesn't come through exactly how we wanted them, right? Mm-hmm. And this is actually why we have a full moon because the full moon is the period, exactly the halfway point of this manifestation of this intention where the light is fully on it. And we can go, oh, you know what? I wasn't that clear on that. And we're able to like feel what is maybe um, blocking us. And we're able to have get more insight on what we might need to get rid of for this to come full circle. And so that's why the full moon is great for releasing. But it doesn't mean we can't add something. We can say, you know what? I'm going to get rid of this. This wasn't very clear. Or this brought up a lot of stuff that I didn't clear before. So I'm going to clear it now. Um, And that's like helping you to work with the energy to make your manifestation come true. But this is only like working within a month cycle, which is why when we do manifesting, it's important to sort of narrow it down (laughs) to be more clear. So you're not just adding things on things on things on things, because it's harder for you when the full moon comes around to see what can be let go of to get you there. And you have 12 new moons in a year. So I suppose you can make 12 wishes you can work on throughout the circle as well, which is fantastic. (laughs) Exactly. And this is where astrology comes in because each moon is going to be in a different sign. And so when you know the sign that the moon is in, you can do a few things. One, you can work with that energy of what the element is. So let's say um, you have a moon in Taurus. It's an earth sign. So you'd want to work with crystals that have earth energy, right? Like you want to work with the same energy. It's not necessary. You go with whatever you feel, but knowing the sign that the, the moon is in will help you to like harness what's going on in the cycles of earth. 
And also looking at where that sign is in your chart, because this is a point where you can be more internal and you can reflect more personally how you want to either improve your life for this next cycle. So looking at the house, I think would be important to see um, because not everyone will have a planet <laughs> in every sign, but we do have at least a house placement. And with that house placement, this is an area of your life. And I'm sorry, but the areas of our lives are very important, right? Like when we think of Taurus, like we think of money, but why? It's because it's the second house of money and our possessions and our income. That's the area of our life. So that's the energy for collectively, like what we can think about for the sign, but then going in deeper and looking at the area of your life that's being sort of activated for you during this cycle and seeing how you can improve just that one area, that's going to do you more good than just going, oh, it's a Taurus, so we're going to manifest money. I would say you would want to go more with stability in the area of your life that you have Taurus in your birth chart. But of course, if you if money is on your mind, you go with that. Go with whatever would get you the furthest and allow you to really live your authentic and best self. I'm super excited that astrology is so popular at the moment. It's like it's like coming back, you know, like back in the day, everyone had an astrologer and everyone was discussing the astrology with them and like what we have coming. And now it's just like coming back. I love it. Super exciting. What's so funny is that it it's not even coming back it's always been here <laughs> but I think that when times get really tough and our world becomes chaotic like we need to find something to sort of make us feel grounded or like find some kind of understanding as to what's going on and I think that astrology is a great tool for that so I'm not surprised at all that people are turning more towards it to understand better themselves and also what might be going on around them and how to work with that I think it's amazing Totally. <laughs> Let's talk about the new moon ritual. So we talked about removing the shadows and um, things which are holding us back. And now we are on the new moon. So what do we do on our new moon? So step one for any ritual is going to be to really like set up a nice space for yourself, right? Because you really, this is all energy. This is energy work. So you want to set yourself up in a space where you can fully commit to the time where you're not feeling rushed, where you don't feel um, unsafe or like you can't stay for a while you want to like get yourself set up to be energetically just like, like grounded and well because this is the energy you're reaching for so you want to already start at that level you want to start vibing at that level so if it's like setting up a bunch of pillows or like having an altar like all of this stuff is just with the intent of creating a space that is welcoming and inviting and you feel the most comfortable and grounded in so, I mean, I have an altar, so I always do it at my altar, but this is becoming a personal practice. So whatever is like the most convenient for you to be able to work with is going to be step one. But it's just really about keeping in mind that this is energy. This is all energy. So starting in the right atmosphere is already like <laughs> propelling you forward. Um, so first would be setting up your space. And then the second would be to clear, right? Because we have our spaces carry a bunch of energy and we're going to be, we're clearing away self-limiting beliefs. We also want to clear away maybe any energies that are 
in the space that we're in or in the tools that we're going to be using. So after you've gathered like all of your items and your tools, whether it's paper and a pen, any crystals you want to use, any herbs or oils or anything you want to use for the ritual, you want to clear them. So you can do this um, using burning some sage. I, that's how I usually do it or Palo Santo. And you want to clear, if you're manifesting, I would clear um, in a clockwise direction because this was about bringing in the energy. So you're clearing out anything that's stagnant and you want to set an intention every time you clear as well, because otherwise you're just burning sage for nothing. But if you give the intention, I'm clearing and cleansing um, my crystals or I'm clearing and cleansing this space, then it is done. You can also, if you don't have any sage, you can also call in um, any guides or angels with your highest good and intention and ask them to clear the energy for you. So this is also an economical way if you don't have the tools available for you. Um, you're more than welcome. Again, it's all energy. So as long as the intent is there, that this is clear, it's clear. So just going through that step and making sure it's done um, in whatever way makes you feel the most secure that it's done, done, then do that. And then after clearing is when you want to start grounding in. You want to start feeling that energy of being centered so that you can really go within yourself. This is where the magic is. It's in yourself. So this can look like a lot of different things, um, depending on what works for you. Whatever helps you get the most centered into your, your core to really feel what you're feeling is going to work the best. This is an important step of the entire ritual. It's the whole point. So meditating works. Um, visualizing roots going down into the earth to core to the core of earth and taking this energy this is visualization helps a lot of people to center and ground themselves um, this could also be just staring into a flame of a candle um, whatever helps you feel centered and really get in touch with what you're feeling and then once you've gotten there I would journal um, or start to think about the things that you want to set the intention for. What is the intention you want to bring in for this next cycle? So you might even start it off with saying this cycle, I call in, and then you might want to choose something and you want to be clear and you want to be specific. So you don't want to put this whole big like life goal. Maybe, maybe you want to start with just what you want to accomplish or bring in this month. And it doesn't have to be a physical thing. It can be um, bravery to stand up to my family or whatever is going on that you want to take care of this month, right? And you can use the energy of the, um, the sign that the, the moon is in as well. So if it's Taurus, you're going to go with, I call in stability for this month, right? I want to stabilize my finances or I want to <laughs> stabilize my, my relationship, whatever it is for you. Um, and I would choose just a, a handful of things. If you can narrow it down to one clear thing, I think it's best and write it down on a piece of paper and take it out. And then you're going to work with your intention. So once you have it, the next step is to feel it because <laughs> we're working with energy. So this entire process, whatever it looks like is about you feeling the energy of that intention. So a lot of People work in meditation where they're visualizing themselves having accomplished this because it helps them to feel what that feels like. You could script it if you want, as if it's already happened. 
there are so many things you can do to feel this manifestation coming through because that's where this is where the energy work is being done this is your actual manifestation is this moment of feeling what that feels like you are charging it from the inside and then you're going to be moving it outward so um yeah whatever i do want to share like maybe what helps for you to like feel your intentions what do you normally do what do I normally do? Oh my goodness. I wasn't expecting this question. <laughs> Sorry. No, I do scripting. That's what I do. Cause, cause for me, writing is a very powerful, powerful tool. So I believe that things, what we write down, we are most likely to achieve. Mm-hmm. So everything um, with writing works for me. I ground myself through writing because if I sit down and I meditate, um, it's, it's so difficult because the mind just flows. So I'm anchoring myself while I'm writing so that's just I can listen to the music and I just anchor my soul so I'm not like flying up in a cloud and also I think what is very important to mention is that if you are not grounded um, and if you are it's like a balloon you're flying flying you so so it's very hard for you to grab onto things because you are not stable because you are like up in the air because that's me like most of the time (laughs) I was like so high on a cloud and that's why it's so important um to ground and I also wanted to mention Tamara that um um for people who are listening if they want to find out um those moon phases there is a great website called timeanddate.com and um they can just double check so you guys know when we have those new moons and how the cycles go and also a very important thing to mention is your um website and your newsletter because for people who subscribe to your website and i'll let you continue what you offer <laughs> yeah of course so yeah um i do a newsletter every month where i go over for the season so when the sun changes into a new sign I declare that as a month or a season, not like the calendar month. Um, And basically I look through all of the different transits that are happening with the planets. And in my own words, I give what that energy looks like and how you can work with it with the dates. And I also include um, the full moon and the new moon energy so that you can work with them in your personal rituals. I found it very helpful. The ones, what you, the one, especially the one, what you have since this month. I was just like, I've wrote those dates in a calendar, and I'm kind of like following them. So it's really, really, um, really helpful. I think scripting, like you do, is a great way. Um, writing is you're setting the intention because you're putting energy into the paper. You can also draw it. Drawing is a great way to put the intention in that all of that energy and feel the good emotions, especially if you like drawing. That's go with what makes you feel good and what's going to help you connect to that emotion the easiest. I personally feel like I'm terrible at drawing, so that doesn't work great for me. But this is why it's important to personalize it and go with what feel brings up the most strong emotions for you because this is what's going to set your manifestation into action. Um, You can also work with crystals. You can visualize it going into the crystal, right? You can dedicate a crystal for this ritual. Um, After you've cleared it, you can set an intention to your crystal. Basically you give the intention to your crystal and you say from now on, like you hold this intention. And so you're giving that and putting all of that emotion into the crystal and you can visualize it 
going in, like you can visualize it inside the crystal as if it were a crystal ball and you can look at it and see your, your visualization come true or your manifestation come true. So there are tons of ways to do this as long as you are feeling the emotion of what it feels like to be already done, you're good to go. And then lastly, you wanna close out the ritual. So this is like handing over the ritual or the intention to the universe. You're accepting that now it's done. So there are many ways you can do this. You can sort of light a candle and you can just say like, thank you for taking care of everything. You wanna give gratitude, of course, give so much gratitude that this is already done for you. Um, and with any sort of thing, maybe with your intention, you want to bury it. You can bury it in earth so you can sort of put it away. You're basically handing it over with total surrender and trust that it's going to be done for you. So however this looks, you can choose. You can um, put it in water. You can bury it. You can, you can burn it. So long as the intention is that you're giving it over with full trust that the universe is taking care of it for you. Um, and then yeah, give gratitude and close out your space so that you sort of, you give thanks to your guides or angels, anyone that you've called in to help you, um, give gratitude for that and then you're pretty much good to go. Love it. Thank you so much. Can we talk about the cycle now, about the moon cycle? So how long do they last? Oh, a moon shifts signs about every two days. Um, and then we have eight different cycles. So halfway through the month, so in about two weeks, we have the full moon. Um, and then you'd have two separate um, or three separate phases. Wait, how many? Two. <laughs> okay, I'm not the best at all of the moon cycles, <laughs> honestly. Um, yeah, I mean, the most important one are like the first quarter, second quarter, it's like the four, right? Because the ones in between are sort of just, the energy is either building up or like moving into more light so that we can see it or see what's working or not working. And then it's sort of building down so that we can like reap the harvest and then clear the soil and prepare for another cycle. So I think also when it comes to the moon cycles, it's super helpful to look at the cycle when you were born because I personally think that this particular cycle or this phase or I keep saying cycle but I mean phase this particular phase of your birth is has a separate energy for you personally because it's like every time it says a lot about the person when they're born under a certain phase right um like, so for me, I was born under a waxing moon, the gibbous. So right before it gets full, this is a period like ruled by Virgo. It's like super like paying attention. It's very analytical, trying to figure out everything it needs to, to see so it can check it out in the full moonlight, right? This is like the judgment phase where we're just checking everything, making sure what fits, what doesn't. And that's very much of like, <laughs> who I am. Um, so I think that um, checking in with what phase you have in your birth chart is great for as we're going through these particular cycles to see what patterns are coming up during these phases because yes, they affect the whole planet in a certain way, but personally, how do they affect you and what is your energy like? Because I know like a lot of people have tons of energy during 
the full moon and typically during the new moon we sort of feel like we're losing energy but for some people it's completely reversed some people have like tons of energy on the new moon and on the full moon they're just like they're they're wiped out it's just like mentally they cannot handle it or whatever so checking in um during all these cycles is great to see like what's actually coming up or like what you feel do you feel like completely drained or do you feel inspired I think just like journaling, maybe one full cycle or maybe two to compare the two cycles together and see like what you really feel. Because I know that like during the waxing gibbous, which was my birth phase, um, I don't feel that great because this is like this part of me that I'm trying to let go of because my south node is this like Virgo-ness. So this is like old me coming up all the time, brings up a lot of worry. Um, and this is stuff that I'm trying to like release and let go of. So I get really stressed out during <laughs> the waxing gibbous and I'm sure a lot of people do, but I know personally for me, it's not this like super, um, energetically charged phase, which for some people it can be very helpful for them to maybe see more clearly if they're not used to always seeing every detail, this can be a very helpful phase. But if, if it's like you're Achilles heel, which it is mine, it sort of, I get in my own way at this phase. So just important to know like what each one does for you personally. So you can give yourself a break <laughs> and work through it um, and just be more aware because this is the whole point is this is all inner work, setting an intention, doing a ritual, releasing. This is all stuff that's coming up for you. It has nothing to do with what's happening in your life, what you see in your life. You're not changing things in your external world, you're changing your internal world so that the things in your external world can reflect it. You know, with the full moon, so many people are saying that they can't go sleep because it's full moon. I have the best sleeps ever. It's like on a full moon, that's like one day in a month when I sleep like a baby. I love it. <laughs> I love it because I'm already like a night owl. So I'm already up like late anyway on the full moons. I just have more people to talk with. It's great. Cause other people are like, I can't sleep. And I'm like, great. <laughs> I also like for the full moon, I have my own way of like releasing because I have so much energy. Um, I usually on a full moon, I try to like go to a party or see friends and dance. That's my way of releasing, right? Like letting go of all just the energy is also a good way to like let go of whatever isn't working just be in that moment <laughs> let go of all the even if you just set the intention you're trusting that it's being done for you so let go of all the analyzing it and like is it working is it not working just enjoy the moment release your energy and for some people it can be very emotional the full moon could be like they don't want to see anybody because they're at home crying hysterically and they don't know why this is again release a form of release so finding the one that works for you is the best way to spend your moon. Also, another thing I have heard that the best time to start a diet is on a full moon because the moon is getting smaller. So your metabolism gets faster. Is that true or not? I have no idea. I am. I have never been on a diet. I am not a diet person because <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. Not even me. <laughs> Oh, but you know I don't know I think it kind of makes sense again it's all intention like these things are not making us do anything we have free will um, it's just easier for us to to go along with our will when 
the energy is working in our favor or we're like moving with the tide it just seems we go further right <laughs> I actually just found um my friend sent me this like um Christmas postcard she always takes a really funny picture with her with her husband and their their pets and it was on my fridge and I took it down because it's April <laughs> and the Christmas card but I, I read the back of it and she put this thing and now it's sitting on my desk because she wrote P.S. the sharper the skates the further you go and because in the picture they're like ice skating but that particular message just like I don't know it like really resonated with me so now I have it sitting on my desk with my amethyst like sitting right on top of it and just remind it's just like this message saying like like the more you prepare, like the better you do, the more you work with the energy, the better it's going to work. So stop resisting, right? Like stop doling out your, your skates by like fighting everything or worrying. You're just doling it out. You want to sharpen, right? Like, so you can perform better and like go further with where you, where you see yourself. Thank you so much. Absolutely love it. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> okay. Where can listeners find you and get in contact with you? Certainly. So my Instagram is probably where I'm the most active all the time. It's at discover every corner, all one word. Also my website is discovereverycorner.com. Um, and they can also email me. Emailing me is a great way to ask me a direct question or get in touch. And that is Tamara, T-A-M-A-R-A, at discovereverycorner.com. Thank you for listening. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and that you have gained a lot of information. As I have just launched this podcast, I have decided to give two lucky listeners a free psychic reading each month for the period of next three months. These readings will be a combination of a tarot and a psychic channeling. To enter, all you need to do is leave a review in the iTunes store, take a screenshot of it, send it to me on barbaramayshow at gmail.com, which is B-A-R-B-R-A-M-A-Y-S-H-O-W at gmail.com. As you may already know, um, reviews are very important for podcasts and they will help podcasts to expand and direct the important topics discussed to the appropriate audience. At the end of every month, I will announce the winner on my Instagram, which is at the Barbara May Show. So keep your eyes peeled and I cannot wait to see you on the next episode.